I only hope that we never lose sight of one thing, that it was all started by a monster. Hello out there in podcast land, Brett here for Beyond the Mouse podcast, and I'm back from my work visit to Walt Disney World. Work visit? What's that? Well, you might have heard that this year, besides my regular work and podcast work slash fun, I've added another hyphen. I'm also a full-fledged, full-service travel advisor with Key to the World Travel. Yes, it has been a wonderful 2023. We'll be getting that whole story along with my trip review from Tokyo Disney Resort in the new year. Craig and Vanessa have Disney trips planned for 2024, so we'll get to hear all about their trips as well. So excited to share all of that with you. But back to Walt Disney World and all of the excitement that the holidays hold at the most magical and merriest place on earth. I'll be sharing my views and reviews of the two seasonal parties available to Walt Disney World guests. There was a new party offering at Disney Hollywood Studios, Jollywood Nights. Now, I understand, and social media postings have made it clear that Jollywood Nights had a very shaky start. But after a few adjustments on the part of Disney, guests at the later parties thought the changes and adjustments made the evening, well, merrier. My key to the world travel party date, Brandy and I, it was the Brandy and Brett show. It is so cute. Even the pictures. We attended the fourth Jollywood Nights party on December 4th. And, spoiler alert, we had an amazing night. The promotional materials asked that everyone be attired in their holiday best. So that added to the elegant and high-spirited atmosphere. Really, fancy attire wasn't required, but I must tell you, dressing up in a dinner jacket with all the trimmings was fun. It also was a good way to stretch the tux rental from my previous night's formal night at KeyCon and the award show. It was fun. A la good. Entertainment. Disney Holidays in Hollywood. We got online for the first show. It's a traditional holiday show reminiscent of television shows from the 50s and 60s. In fact, we were told that we were the studio audience for the taping of this show. It has two singer-dancer hosts and wonderful backup dancers, and the stars of the evening were Kermit and Miss Piggy, along with their singing and dancing guest stars, Tiana, Belle, Mickey and Minnie. Warm feelings abound by the end of the show and the retro holiday feels are reals. After seeing Disney holidays in Hollywood, we moved on down to the Twilight Soiree at the Tower of Terror's Tip Top Club. That's a lot of tease. Anyway, the holiday jazz combo and singers were finishing up their set, so we didn't get much of a chance to enjoy that event. But we did take a themed tip-top club photo, which was included in the ticket event, I believe. But then we did move on to another treat at Jollywood Nights, the food. Since we were on Sunset Boulevard, we stopped by Holiday Comforts at Fairfax Fair. Brandy had the holiday popover, which was like a traditional meal of like turkey and dressing and cranberries in a popover. She also had (laughs) the Kermit the Frog themed drink because she's a big fan of Kermit the Frog. And while she liked the popover, the drink was more like a very banana forward icy drink with serious icing on the top. It was too sweet for her. I didn't offer to, I didn't offer to 
try it out for her, but you know, I had the peanut butter and jelly donut. What a simple idea, but oh my gosh, it was so delicious. Okay, so basically it's like a Krispy Kreme donut that is like cut in half like a sandwich. And then, so that's like the bread part. And then the peanut butter was smooth peanut butter and jelly. I Let's see, it was grape jelly. Yeah, so traditional PB&J. Well, that's peanut butter and jelly. Yeah, well, it was grape jelly. Okay, and then the top had like a had some chocolate icing as well. And then like a crumble of potato chips. What? It was delicious. And I'm going to make a special trip to Krispy Kreme to get some donuts and try this treat at home. Happy holidays to my taste buds. There was a virtual queue for Rise of the Resistance, and I found out that it would be Brandy's first time. So we had a little time before Rise of the Resistance, so we rode Star Tours and and also Mickey Minnie's Runaway Railway. Mm -hmm. And then it was time for Rise of the Resistance. Since this was Brandy's first time, I didn't want to share any information or spoilers, so I just kept quiet when we were in the queue. I, I, I take my spoiler-free line queuing very seriously. I'm quite happy to say that Brandy really enjoyed it and is looking forward to experiencing Rise of the Resistance with her family. What's next? We next went to see What's This? Tim Burton's The Nightmare Before Christmas Sing-Along. It's in the Hyperion Theater, which is the home to Frozen Sing-Along. This was my favorite feature of Jollywood Nights. There appeared to be a mom and dad watching TV after a long day of holiday preparations. As they begin to fall asleep, the theater transforms into a Nightmare Before Christmas Sing-Along. The mom and dad characters never say a word, and I overheard after the show that they are Cirque du Soleil performers, so they had a wonderful interpreting and comic storytelling dance layer to a not-so-traditional sing-along. It was very artistic, quirky, and quite entertaining. My favorite part of the evening, for sure. Now, I'm not kidding you. We seemed to time everything perfectly during the party. Whenever we came out of a show or a food venue, there was a long line. I guess our timing was just right. Lucky us. We had to remind ourselves that this is a business trip and our schedules were jam-packed for the next two days. So while impressed that we got so much done, we needed to get back to the Yacht Club because this was only Monday and there was still a lot to do in the next coming days. Basically, 8 a.m. to 10 p.m. Whew. So we reluctantly left the party before Jingle Bell, Jingle Jam fireworks. But we had, in fact, an amazing time. Now, tips and thoughts. If you're planning on attending Jollywood Nights this year or in the future, I'm sure it will be a new tradition at Disney Hollywood Studios. Dressing up was fun, and it was the dress-up version of the fun you experience at Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party at the Magic Kingdom. There's plenty to see, do, and eat, so you probably need to do a bit of research to see what you'd like to do, and then divide, conquer, and have some holiday fun. I do hope that future Jollywood Nights allow a little bit more time in the parks or some complimentary foods, you know, bits and bites, or lower the price. We need a bit more holiday bang for the holiday buck. So my first Key to the World Travel KeyCon was a great experience, and to celebrate, I decided to join my travel advisor friend Tracy at Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party. Sold out. 
But something I learned that if you have a member of your party that does have a ticket, you can check with guest services to see if they have a little bit more availability or extra pixie dust. I was in luck and there was a little bit of both and I was able to join Tracy. Now, Magic Kingdom is decorated and the halls are in fact decked from early November until the early part of the new year. That being said, and as far as extra holiday entertainment, you might want to consider Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party. So I decided to treat myself after a busy and exhausting conference. I, I mean, at this point, why not? So one of my favorite moments at Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party is the turnover from regular park hours to party hours. I always try to be on Main Street when the party starts, the lighting and music change, and the snow begins to fall on Main Street. Tracy called the snow Snope, <laughs> which is also correct. Snow and soap. <laughs> so we experienced Snope on Main Street and then watched Frozen Holiday Wish at the castle. Now, I do miss the lights on the castle that we've had in the past, and I do hope they come back, but Frozen Holiday Wish is a great way to start the party, and you gotta love Olaf, Anna, and Kristoff, and the winter magic that Elsa adds. I mean, you gotta. It's required. Tracy very cordially invited me to join her on her very merry Christmas party to-do list and even offered the opportunity to come back to join her if my list was different than hers. Luckily, I was fine with her list and so the next thing we did was ride the People Mover. Tomorrowland Transit, aka People Mover, was a great way to experience the holiday overlays at Tomorrowland Speedway and Space Mountain. It's also just peaceful and a great way to enjoy a good sit. Enjoy a good sit. I was pleasantly surprised by the castle show, Mickey's most merriest celebration. It was a fun mix of familiar and not so familiar songs that celebrate the season. Some of the behind-scenes information, I have been told that we see a lot of Clarabelle the Cow in parades and shows because it's a show director's favorite character. When I did parades and shows, it was known that a certain show director was fond of Br'er Bear. So it's nice to see these lesser-celebrated characters in the spotlight. Since I, okay, since I hadn't packed yet for my trip home, I knew that I'd have to limit my party time this time around, but I knew that no Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party would be complete without Mickey's Once Upon a Christmas Time Parade. I'd have to forego the six free cookies and beverage spots this year, but there's always next year, right? As Tracy and I were scouting parade-watching locations, we found a great spot at Plaza Ice Cream Parlor. But what goes better with parade-watching but a peppermint ice cream brownie holiday Sunday treat, right? As for Mickey's Once Upon a Christmas Time Parade, it's always fun to see. But after a number of years, I believe it might be time for a refresh or complete overhaul. What? I know that Disney Park fans aren't fans of change, especially beloved park entertainments, but honestly, it's time, in my humble opinion anyway. 
both Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party and Jollywood Nights are hard ticket events. While not inexpensive, they are ways to extend your park visit and celebrate all the extra entertainment and holiday Disney magic these parties can provide. It's unfortunate that park guests need to wait until December 23rd before the Christmas time parade becomes the daily parade. But if you're visiting before, Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party is a great option to get you into the holiday mood, Disney style. So it's brief, but it's the holidays and I know you're busy. So we've come to the end of our Disney Park holiday party views and reviews. So now it's time for all those ways you can reach out to us on Beyond the Mouse. You can find our podcast on NPR Illinois Community Voices, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and so many other favorite podcasting places. You can reach us on social media on our Beyond the Mouse Facebook page, also on our Beyond the Mouse Podcast Pals group, where we have a lot of fun interacting with our Beyond the Mouse Podcast Pals. We're Beyond the Mouse Pod on Instagram and Beyond Mouse on Threads. If you'd like to support our Beyond the Mouse podcast, you can join our Patreon by visiting patreon.com slash beyondthemouse. Well, it's the holiday season, as they say, so thank you for spending some of your holiday with us at Beyond the Mouse. We have a lot in store for Beyond the Mouse, and we're about to record one of our favorite shows, our 2023 Recap and Review. 2024 will be here soon and there's always something disney to share whether it be news interviews or theme park tips that we share to help you make your visits even more memorable so for beyond the mouse i'm brett and we'll see you in the front row maybe at next year's jollywood nights or mickey's very merry christmas party happy holidays